is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Catholic Review Radio is a weekly radio program and podcast hosted by Catholic Review Media, the news operation of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic partners for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to our listeners each week. Welcome to Catholic Review Radio. My name is Father Brian Nolan. I'm a priest of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are blessed today to have Matt Brady with us. Matt runs and helps lead the apostolate of That Man Is You at Our Lady of the Fields in Millersville. And he's a, a husband, a father, again, a, a coach for a son's baseball team, real active in the outdoors, and says his goal in life is to get his wife and children to heaven. So special welcome to you, Matt. Thank you, Father. I appreciate you having me. So tell me, tell me more about, so this program, That Man Is You, I've heard about it from multiple areas. I was with college students for a number of years, so we had some other programs for men. Tell me more about the program. What is the program all about, and what is the purpose of it? Sure, sure. So I'll start off by saying when it was first brought to my attention, I actually had never heard of the program. Now, this is you know eight years ago, mm-hmm. and a spiritual director that I was working with, as I was starting to you know express my desire, I was really starting to develop passion to just reach other men. I had been uh, truly fortunate that some men had come into my life that really challenged me in my faith and my journey with Christ and really... Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of awoken me to my faith, and so I started to feel like, you know, what else can we be doing? And so uh, a spiritual director I was working with suggested this program, so I started looking into it. And a gentleman by the name of Steve Bowman, mm-hmm. who's from Houston, Texas, founded this program, I can't even guess at how many years ago, probably slowly going on 15 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a Wall Street broker and just somebody who was kind of struggling to live out his faith and kind of swim against the current in a very secular world. And he kind of saw mm-hmm. a, a need, uh, especially uh, with what he kind of deemed kind of just an, an erosion of authentic manhood in our culture. And so he founded this, founded this program. The, even the title, That Man Is You, is drawn from the story of David after he sinned in the fall of Bathsheba when the prophet Nathan mm-hmm. uh, confronted him, you know, gave him the whole story about the, the poor man who had the lamb. Uh, you're probably familiar with the story. The rich man, right. you know, uh, takes the lamb from the poor man. Nathan tells, you know, King David what should be do- done about this. You know, this man should die a wretched death. And then Nathan confronts him and says, that man is you. And that's really, that's mm-hmm. the title of, you know, the program is about, you know, where have we as men fallen, and how do we, you know, come back through the grace of God? And so the program, you know, is, you know, designed to reach men in our world, men of all shapes, sizes, places in, in life, though the focus is, and certainly the focus in our parish, has really been trying to reach that kind of that young, active, fathering man, person that's really in the throes, uh, you know, of life, you know, working, mm-hmm. trying to be a good husband, father and their children, you know, that's really who this program is designed to reach. Mm-hmm. The way the program actually plays out is we get together for, you know, some fellowship. It's, it's directed around, you know, a meal at, at a lady of the field. We do it early in the morning on a Tuesday mm-hmm. morning. 
So we have breakfast, we have, you know, some fellowship, just, you know, spending time together. Then what the program provides is a 30-minute video around a topic, and we'll talk about that. And then we break into small groups and kind of, you know, unpack that topic. We do it early. We've got a hard out at 730 in the morning, so these men can all get off to work. Great. I, I always found with men's ministry, especially with that demographic, you either got to go early morning or late night. And there's the right. two times. What, exactly. what, what time do you all start? What time do you all start at, at Millersville? So we always say we are, the doors open at 5.45 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. the, the video starts, you know, a few minutes before 6.30. So it really just depends on how much fellowship time do you want? Do you want to get there at 5.45 mm-hmm. and have 45 minutes to hang out? Or do you want to get there at 6.20? You know, knowing that video mm-hmm. starts in five minutes. Sure, yeah. <laughs> That's great. And then I, I like that image of, I mean, it really addresses the question of men, be humble. Like, if you want to change the world, like, look within of, like, what are areas when, when like you said, when the prophet Nathan basically told David, that man is you. It's like, you you have to make some changes to be the, the man that's God calling you to be. So it's it's very kind of a humble calling just for men in general. But But it's also a humble call to, like, step up. Yeah, where, where have you found that sense of the balance of both encouragement but also even challenge? Tell me more about how the program addresses those two. Yeah, so the program really is designed to to challenge first and then call to step up. So this is now, we're going to be heading into year eight of of ongoing different content. But in years one through three, year one kind of addresses what is the problem with manhood today? And so it really kind of pre- presents the, the challenge and really, you know, challenges men and uh, kind of one of those break you down before you build you back up kind of programs. Mm-hmm. And so really kind of addresses, you know, where, where we are in this culture. They do a great job of kind of blending, you know, kind of modern science, science and social studies uh, with the teachings of the church and the wisdom of the saints and kind of how those two things marry together so we kind of define, you know, define the problem and then present, you know, kind of biblically, where, where do we go from here? And year one, the theme is kind of really focused on your personal walk with God and, you know, and developing that, you know, interior spiritual life. Mm-hmm. Then year two, the theme kind of focuses on man and his spouse, you know, and it really kind of focuses on your relationship with your wife. Year three moves on to, you know, our role as a father, and that's the overall theme of the year is just our role as fatherhood. Mm-hmm. And then after year three, they kind of have moved away from those specific roles, and there's been various themes throughout the year. You know, we just finished the year where the theme was Thy Kingdom Come, and the whole year was just kind of focused on how do we truly live the kingdom of God here on earth. Mm-hmm. Through the first three, maybe four years, the founder of the program, Steve Bowman, presented all of the sessions, you know, and recorded, you know, all the videos. Mm-hmm. Starting year four or five, I'm blanking on which, which one it started, they moved to a model where they now bring in various speakers to kind mm-hmm. of address all these various topics and themes that we're discussing. The other thing happened is usually the, the fall is kind of focusing on this particular theme, the Spring always ties into a Lenten, Lenten journey because of time of year, which is always usually a right. beautiful, beautiful experience. That's right. that's right. And just to clarify for our listeners, that sense of it really is kind of a fall and spring program. So it's 
26 weeks. It's over a period of time. That way it's not just like a three-week formation. It really is to, I mean, men to have things to be called called to everything men are called to be. As I, I liked how it goes through as, as soldier, as warrior, as saint, as son of the father, as a disciple, as a friend, as a man after the heart of Christ. I like, I like all, all these things of like, keep this in our minds and really more and more enter into that identity, each, each in the, each in the different dimensions of it. Yeah. And, and then you also you usually for, uh, format wise, usually take a break in the summertime. Yes. We do take a formal break. It's, it's interesting what has happened over the years and just a testament to how hungry men have been for a brotherhood, a fraternity of, of walking through this together. Mm-hmm. You know, many, if not all of our small groups do continue to get together over the summer, you know, in a more casual social setting, but right, you know, right. relationships certainly don't, you know, end at 7.30 in the morning, you know, on a Tuesday, which has really been a beautiful thing to witness. Right. But right. formally, yes, we take the summer off. And even though, and even that, the fact of, hey, sacrifice for, I mean, you, you sacrifice some time and some sleep for, for the good of being the man that God's calling you to be. And maybe even a positive way, that man as you is, is this invitation from God to take a step, everyone to take a step forward, a step up, is to be spiritually encouraged, but also challenged to be, uh, be everything God's calling you to be. Well, what a blessing. And, and you said is it, it's more than a national program. Tell, tell me more about that. Yes, yeah, so uh, that man as you is in around 700 parishes throughout both the, the country, and I believe it's up to eight or ten countries worldwide. Wow. Those are round numbers. Don't quote me on the actual mm-hmm. statistics there. But, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really exploded over the years. In this program, That Man Is You, it's such an important program. I mean, men need programs, things outside of Sunday Mass. And the fact that you can get men together and to encourage one another, to even challenge one another, these are important things in the spiritual life. Men need to get together. They can't be lone rangers or be by themselves. The sense of to grow and be challenged together it's how there's something men stretch one, one another. Men can challenge one another in a way that's unique to them. So what a great program that we have in That Man Is You. That is a great blessing. Well, we are blessed to have uh, Matt Brady with us talking about That Man Is You. He's one of the, those who helps really lead the initiative for a lady of the, uh, the field in Millersville. In our second segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about different topics and how he's seen men impacted, husbands, fathers, and so forth. So we'll be back in a moment. I'm Father Brian Nolan for Catholic Review Radio. We'll be right back. The Archdiocese of Baltimore makes the protection of children a leading priority in its parishes, schools, and other ministries. The Archdiocese seeks to keep kids safe through training and background checks and by implementing a zero-tolerance policy for anyone credibly accused of abusing a child. For more information about the Archdiocese's efforts to keep our children safe, please visit www.archbalt.org accountability. Catholic News from the Archdiocese of Baltimore and around the world with the Catholic Review. Leaders of the Archdiocese of Baltimore have been doing a lot of listening over the last several months as part of the global synod process. Pope Francis launched the process in October at the Vatican for the World Synod of Bishops, which will take place in 2023. The church sought input from dioceses around the world on the theme for a synodal church, communion, participation, mission. 
The committee that is coordinating the Synod process in the Archdiocese received about 240 reports, with nearly half coming from parishes and the rest from other groups, regional meetings, and individuals. Jenny Kraska, co-chairwoman of the Archdiocesan Synod Committee and the executive director of the Maryland Catholic Conference, said the Synod process has been extensive and thoughtful. Many common themes and topics have arisen that will help the church at all levels and provide a roadmap for the future. Auxiliary Bishop Bruce Lewandowski, who co-chaired the group, said the committee is in the process of drafting the 10-page report that will be sent to the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops and then to the Vatican. He said the committee started synthesizing the information by aligning two main themes, where there was a positive experience and where the church is experiencing challenges or difficulties or where there is a need for change. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. Although she died 201 years ago, devotees of America's first native-born saint believe she can be a great role model for these troubled times. That's one of the reasons behind the $4 million investment to renovate the museum and build a new visitor center at the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Emmitsburg. The shrine held a ceremonial groundbreaking June 24th. It will be the first significant renovation of the museum in 40 years in a town where Mother Seton established the first American congregation of religious sisters, the Sisters of Charity of St. Joseph, in 1809. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. From the newsroom of the Catholic Review, I'm Kevin Parks. Every child enters the world with limitless potential. Potential of mind. Potential of body. Potential of spirit. If there was only a place where that potential could be nurtured and challenged every day, where the limits of greatness, once unseen, could now be within reach. Catholic schools rise above. This is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Review Radio. My name is Father Brian Nolan. We are blessed to have Matt Brady with us. Matt is core team leader for That Man Is You at Our Lady of the Fields in Millersville, and just a great blessing. Seen a lot of fruits. He's, he's been part of the leadership team. Matt, what can you tell me about specifically? Tell me about some of a little bit more about topics covered and some of your favorite topics that have really been impactful for you? Sure. Yeah, so we really have hit on a wide variety of, of topics throughout the years. The ones that, you know, certainly uh, what's interesting to me is when we get engaged in our small groups is that there doesn't seem to be any kind of true consistency as far as what topics reach who. It really kind of right. shows that our men are coming from all different places as far as their spiritual journey, their personal journey, you know, where they are in their family life that, you know, a topic that, you know, really resonated with me and then a topic that maybe didn't so much and resonates with someone else. It's really kind of cool the way that all plays out and how, why these small groups are so dynamic. So I'll speak to personally as some of the topics that have really impacted me Mm -hmm. are really the topics that focus on our relationships with our, our, our families. It's just something that has been so important to me. You know, you mentioned in my you know, bio, bio about my goal of you know, getting my wife and children to heaven. And it is something I really do take very seriously and something I need to remind myself constantly. I certainly don't always, you know, live like that's my goal. But, you know, I, I certainly, you know, need to step back and keep an internal perspective like, hey, you know, if, if I'm looking to 
you know, truly say I had a successful life. It's did my wife and my children, you know, get to heaven. So the topics that really speak to fatherhood, what, you know, often happens is there are a lot of topics that focus on a particular saint and their lives and, and how they relate to others, how they, you know, have impacted those around them. I always find those kind of stories extremely powerful. Speaking of the saints, especially for uh, the patron of fathers, we have so many good opportunities to reflect on fatherhood, Mark, and, and I think obviously St. Joseph is the patron of fathers, St. Joseph the faithful. Uh, I have a, a, probably one of the best pictures I've ever seen of, of St. Joseph is there's an artist up in New Hampshire. Her name is Gwyneth Thompson Briggs. <laughs> Look her up. Gwyneth Thompson Briggs. It has this young St. Joseph. He's holding this lily, kind of like he's standing at attention. And there's a famous phrase in the scriptures that says, the just man flourishes like the lily. And St. Joseph was just a just man, the faithful man. It has him. He's got his tool belt. It's a younger St. Joseph. He has a tool belt at his side. He's looking up to heaven. He's humble, but looking up to heaven. Like we need Josephs for our men to be able to look up to. There's, there's other saints like St. Thomas More, a phenomenal saint of a husband, a father, he wrote so many letters to his young children and would read stories. Uh, husband and father, his good relationship with his oldest daughter, who was just very bright. And says even when she was encouraging him to take the step and uh, make the compromise, and he was a witness of saying, I, I can't compromise my conscience. Another saint we have is, is blessed Franz Jägerstadter. Hitler was coming into Austria. He just said, look, if he comes, I, I can't pledge allegiance to him. It's blind allegiance, and I, and I can't do it. Think about St. Uh, Louis Martin, Therese's father, who just delighted in his daughters, and he lost his wife, um, but just a, a witness as a husband and father, and what most of his daughters are either saints or servants of God, you know, just a phenomenal. And, and finally, what about Louis of France? He wrote a famous letter to his son, where he's just calling his son to say, to be faithful. He, here's what he tells his son. Listen to a letter to his son. This should be read by fathers. Therefore, dear son, the first thing I advise is that you fix your whole heart upon God. Love him with all your strength, for without this, no one can be saved or of any worth. You should with all your strength shun everything which you believe to be displeasing to him. And he quotes basically from his mom, and you ought especially to be resolved not to commit mortal sin, no matter what may happen, and should permit all your limbs to be hewn off and suffer every manner of torment, rather than to fall knowingly in the mortal sin. You see, see how this, this calling of his son to virtue is very edifying? Tell me more about that man as you and how it calls us to virtue. When it comes to some of the uh, vices that we face, uh, and again, maybe it's just the way my, my brain works sometimes, uh, I feel like I respond more to challenge than I do to being afflicted and encouraged. So some of the more mm -hmm. harder-hitting topics have really impacted me. And what's great about this program is it doesn't pull any punches. I mean, you know, we've had you know multiple sessions regarding you know chastity and sexual purity and you know you know pornography sure. addictions and those kind of things. We've had you know topics mm -hmm. when it comes to you know workaholism and just where we place you know our our priorities and you know what what altars are we serving at, whether it be you know power or honor or money. You know those, those kind of challenging topics are the ones that seem to resonate with me the most. Mm -hmm. And it is interesting because I remember talking with someone one time, speaking with someone, and the question was, like, where are you having any, where are you hearing about growing in virtue, any of the virtues, humility, chastity, balance in life in the sense of not becoming just a workaholic, which is a form of sloth, 
right? It's a kind of excessive busyness with lesser important things, missing out on the big priorities of, of what should be focused on. Yeah, where else do we hear about that? Hence, like a program exactly. like Batman is you. Yeah, that's a, that's a great tell, – tell me more about some of the, what do you say, fruits, fruits that you've seen over the years of just how men have been impacted and how it just kind of continues to trickle down. Sure. It's, you know, it really has been such an incredible blessing in the fact that, I mean, we, after eight years, we still have, you know, 40-some men that, you know, drag themselves out of bed at you know, <laughs> 5 o'clock in the morning in order to go over here at mm-hmm. 6 a.m., you know, every Tuesday – and that number's been as high as, you know, 90 at times, depending on time mm-hmm. of the year. Just shows, you know, the hunger, you know, for this. But what has been so impactful for me are, you know, men that for, for years, you know, I would, you know, see coming down the communion aisles at Mass. And, but outside of, you know, that hour, it was one of the, you know, where are these men? You know, right. we have so many needs around our parish, around you know, our community, you know, wh- where are we as men con- contributing to that? And I'm certainly throwing myself in that category. And since, mm-hmm. you know, the eight years of this program, it has just been awesome to see men step up in leadership roles with our parish. You know, when it comes to less time-consuming ministries like lecturing or ushering and that kind of stuff to, you know, really stepping up as leaders, we've banded together as a That Man Is You group and realized that we needed to serve more, became a real kind of topic of discussion amongst our our group and Mm -hmm. realized that we didn't want to reinvent the wheel. So we approached our our pastor and got permission that we've stood up a Knights of Columbus council within our parish that has been basically a complete crossover between the men that were in, that are involved in, you know, That Man Is You that are now involved in the Knights is kind of our, you know, service outlet for that ministry. Right. That's been a tremendous, mm-hmm. tremendous fruit. That's probably the most recent thing that's that's happened. And just on personal one-on-one re- relationships, I mean, men that have been in my small group that for the first couple of years didn't say a whole lot, but you know what? Mm-hmm. They were showing up week in, week out, and then just seeing the growth and now watching them not only step up in leadership roles in the parish, but more importantly you know, just seeing how they lead their families has just been so, you know, awe-inspiring. You know, there you know, really is truth you know, to the statement that as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. I mean, we, it's just, mm-hmm. there are certain, there are certainly adversity to all this. And the, you know, evil one knows that we're doing some, you know, some good things. Right, there. Right, plenty right, of right. time, plenty of times that that alarm goes off at, 4.30 in the morning on a Tuesday, and I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. the last thing I want to do right now is drag myself out of bed, go help set up the parish <laughs> hall, you know, for, for that man as you this morning. You know, so it's not like, you know, I'm always doing cartwheels, you know, there, but I'll tell you, <laughs> I have never once left the program at 7.30 and told myself, you know what, I was right. I should have just stayed in bed. This was a waste of my time. You know, <laughs> never. You know, sometimes I got to drag myself, but, you know, once I'm there, I always leave there feeling just so encouraged by, you know, the men. And, you know, though the program content is phenomenal, the way the program is designed around a meal, around fellowship, around the small groups, sometimes the content could be irrelevant and the program still fruit just because of the way the whole process is designed to bring men together. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. It's both like great content because here there's also a variety of speakers like at the top of their game about in terms of spiritually or in terms of just with clear vision. 
And then, yeah, you can't underestimate the real fellowship of men. And I don't know, where are men talking about these kind of things anywhere else? Probably infrequent, <laughs> you know. Right. If, if someone, Matt, if someone wanted to start this in their parish, how would they go about it? Absolutely. So uh, you can certainly contact me. There are several parishes you know, in our area that, that run the program. The mm-hmm. parent organization that Steve Bowman founded is called Paradises Day. You can certainly Google that. There, you know, there, there's a website. You know, there is you know, full-time staff on that program. They have a number of what they call program coordinators that each parish that wants to stand up the program gets assigned one of these program coordinators there phenomenal they're there to walk you through every step of the way and we've had a number of times over the years where you know something's come up that we weren't quite sure like hey how should we do this or how should we do that and you know we call mm-hmm. them you know right up there you know they're they're right with us the, the the whole way wow that's great well what a great great blessing matt for for sharing about that man is you and like you had said there's information online you can even type in that man is you and it'll it'll also get you to the site to here uh, i'll spell it Paradisus Day, P-A-R-A-D-I-S-U-S-D-E-I, is the kind of the, the, the umbrella organization for that man as you. Well, a great blessing having you, Matt. Many blessings on men gathering together and great fruitfulness of the program. So thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate you having me. I'm Father Brian Nolan for Catholic Review Radio. May God bless you. Remember the spirit of your parish community, the power of worshiping together, the warmth of friends new and old who share your faith. Join us for Mass this weekend. Visit archbelt.org to find a Catholic parish near you. Feel the joy. You're probably not getting much church news in your daily newspaper or on your local TV station. The Catholic Review is the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the Catholic Church full-time. There are so many ways to stay in touch with the Catholic Review. Pick up the monthly magazine at your parish or have it delivered to your home. Get fresh news every day online at catholicreview.org. Subscribe to our e-newsletter for twice-weekly updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Catholic Review Media will inspire, teach, inform, and engage you wherever your faith takes you. Read it today in print or online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. Tune in to Catholic Review Radio next week. Available on WMET 1160 AM and 103.1 FM. Also, WSJF 92.7 FM in the Sykesville area and WVTO 92.7 FM in Baltimore City. Check us out on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Review Radio. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, 
pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May Almighty God bless us and keep us always in his love.